We're doing better with the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds good. Welcome. Welcome. To the 2x2 two two podcast. I that's, am Danny. That's Danny. That's Harold. Harold. We're from Burlington Baptist. We are, indeed. And uh, we are happy that you're with us this week. Awesome, yes. Um, we have, going through the book of Nehemiah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll pray here in a minute, but we'll talk about it. We're going to go through the book of Nehemiah, and we're going to give um, a highlight, a recap yep. of your sermon, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the points in there. Um, well, other than that, I want you, uh, I want you to pray for yep. us. Lord, bless this time. Thank you for your word. Lord, we want to uh, be doers of your word and not hearers only, and uh, we pray your spirit would help us to do that, and uh, we, we want revival in our land, and uh, Lord, we pray you would teach us some things today that uh, would be beneficial to uh, to our walk with you and and uh, the glory that you deserve, Lord. And we pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So I guess we'll start off. With, this is a pretty meaty section of this book, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And uh, so the the work has been done in Nehemiah. I mean, we think about Nehemiah going back and leading the people to rebuild the walls, and they got those done. They hung the gates, and they've got some positions filled. And then we see that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Nehemiah is focusing on the spiritual needs of the people, and uh, and and part of that is uh, reminding them of where God's brought them and His instructions and His graciousness to them. And so, uh, this chapter, chapter nine, we just see a lot of grace of God, and uh, it's a, it's amazing grace. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, um, we'll I'll start off. So, at the beginning of uh, beginning of the sermon, you talked about they have gone from a big feast. Yeah, to where they are now fasting. Yeah, and they're almost mourning. Yeah, so talk a, talk a little so bit about that. Chapter eight, uh, you know, they're celebrating the walls being rebuilt, and then Ezra brings out the word, and the people, many of them, have never heard the word, and he reads the word, and uh, and so there's just all kinds of emotion. Some of it is, uh, man, this is awesome that we get to hear the word of God. Yeah, they've been in captivity; they've not heard it read and explained, and then also there's some mourning, and uh, because oh. We're not doing what God told us to do. And Nehemiah said, first of all, let's just rejoice today right. in, in, uh, in just the word of God and, and all that and eat and drink and, and don't mourn today. Then we get to chapter 9 and uh, the word still takes center stage. It's, it's the 24th of the month now. It's the same month, but uh, they're really giving a lot of attention to the word of God. And, uh, and again, as they get in there, they realize, well, we... we've not kept the Sabbath and we've not uh, separated ourselves from... Uh, the influences around us, and and so they they really get convicted by uh, the things that they have ignored from God's word, and so they they fast, they put on sackcloth and put dust on their head, and and uh, they're really serious. And you know, I, I think if if we really want to get serious about revival, we we've got to do some things there. Uh, we know Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people will. Well, turn from their wicked ways is part of that, right. and uh, we we can't continue in some of our ways and expect God to send revival. I don't think so. So, um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is gonna be a longer question. Okay. So let me let me try to get through it because I'm gonna give some. So Israel, up to this point and continue on past this point, constantly uh, flaws where they are. Um, they bring all these other cultures in, and then they go right back to this Baal worship, and they, they do all these other things, and they get away from God. They seem to forget his promises, right? Yeah. So throughout history, so is Israel, so do we, right? We do the same thing. But it, you talked about separating, and it talks about it here, about separating yourself 
from the bad influences. So I guess the question is, and this is going to be an application question. It's funny that Jenny called because (laughs) she was one of the ones that said, we're going to put some application to some of this stuff. Okay. How do we, as Christians now, skate the line between being a witness to this person who's a bad influence or knowing the difference? Well, I got to get away from this guy. How how do you do that? So going back to Israel real quick, I mean, God knew that... uh, you know, you'll be influenced by the pagans right. uh, who worship other gods and idols and do all kinds of things contrary to, to God's ways. And so, uh, of course, when they went into the promised land, they were to eliminate that right. and then separate themselves. And uh, because often uh, that has more influence on us than, than we have on them. And I think the same thing can be said today. Sure. Is that uh, we want to be salt and light. Uh, we live in a, a world of darkness, and, and we want the light of Christ to shine, and yet so often uh, we are more influenced by culture than we influence our culture. Right. And so uh, we began to pursue the things. I, I mean, we could just talk about secularism and and uh, worldliness and, and all those kind of things. Even as believers, we 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 love the Lord. We know that He died for us, and we want to live for Him, and, and yet... As we are exposed to the worldliness around us, uh, we're so often, we find ourselves, I think, pursuing the idols of this world, right. whether it's recreation or uh, athletics or uh, pleasures of this world or the, the ways of this world. I, I think that the culture just influences us. And if we're not careful, we, we don't even recognize it. And we become more and more acceptable of the things of this culture, even as they are opposed to the Word of God. Right. And I mean, you know, we talked about it this morning in staff meeting a little bit about politics and voting, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll apply it. I had a conversation with a young man yesterday in the barbershop and, and it was one of those things and, you know, and, and we both kind of, he was a believer and he just was trying to talk it to me and, and you're, you're not, we're not to be of this world. Right. It says it right in there. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think for, you know, for me, I know, I know when, I know where my weak spots are. And I don't always pay attention to it. Right. But I, I know that it's what I can do and the things that, that caused me to kind of slip back quicker yeah. into the into the ways of the world, you know. So I think that that is important, and I think, um, you know, being in the Word, you, you know that you're not of this world. This is not this right. is not our home. This we are not of this world. Yeah. We're, we're, Come out of the world, right, and be different, distinct. Right. You're right. new creation. Oh, and they should, and, they'll, and they'll know you by your, you know, by, it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I think we've got to really be on guard because uh, the tendency is to drift towards the things of this world and uh it, as culture moves i mean there's a moral free fall we're living in from just redefining marriage to gender to i mean you name it one thing after the other and uh if we're not careful things that were clearly sinful become well that's uh, uh, that's not that big a deal now and and we can just slide morally in those areas, and of course, Israel did that sure. and, and paid the consequences of it. Sure. So, and, I, and there's no blurred line in God's word, right? But you, you, you love those people. Yes. But you can't tolerate that sin. Yeah, right? yeah. You want to shine the light, and you know, uh, there, there's less uh, tolerance of light anymore. Right. And the darker it gets, uh, I, I think just being a Christian witness is going to be harder and harder. Yep. Uh, because. Uh, we're seen as intolerant. We we believe that you got to trust in Jesus, and that's uh, well. There can't be just be one way, and uh, just a lot of things that we believe and try to 
explain uh, are are not accepted and uh and we're kind of considered you know if we hold to a biblical definition of marriage a biblical definition of morality those kind of things uh we're kind of seen as intolerant right and uh the crowd that was more tolerant they're less tolerant of us right and uh, right. they don't want the light well you can see i mean you can see that every day yeah. in the news and sure. i mean you can see you know with all the things that are going on right now um you can definitely see that so let's get to the prayer that, that's going on in here. So the, the, the first major point that you make, and I'll let you go through a couple of points and, and you can, um, like your, I guess your number one fan told you, you can apply this to, to yeah. some stuff. Um, yeah. The first part of the prayer, you said, assert, assert the greatness of God. Yeah. So, uh, you know, over and over, we read through the Old Testament, we see uh, God's people turning from God. I mean, he brings them out of Egypt. He parts the Red Sea. He gives them manna every day. He gives them, uh, he directs them with a, a cloud during the day, a pillar of fire at night. He he fought their battles. He, he gave them a land. And it says in here, you went to a place and the houses were furnished and the crops were planted and everything you needed was provided. And yet so often they would turn their back on God. Right. And, uh, and Nehemiah just, we keep seeing the faithfulness of God uh, he not only, you know, he created us, uh, he called out this people, the Israelites, from started from Abram. Uh, he brought them out of Egypt. He gave them the land. They turned from him. Uh, they get in a mess. Uh, they cry out to him. He'd restore them. Uh, they turn from him. And so, uh, and again, we, we read that and we think at some point God probably should have just said, that's enough of you guys. You are. Right. Uh, I'm going to do this another way. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah be done with you and yet he's always gracious they cry out to him and he hears them and uh you know there's application in that for us because we do the same thing right uh we we pursue the things of this world we sin we do it our way instead of his way and there's consequences for that and and uh and yet we can cry out to god and find his forgiveness uh you know 10 times 20 times i mean god is so patient with us and uh and so you know there's application there uh, there's that you know they confess the sins of uh, their forefathers that led them to captivity, and uh, we we know you know we could just take a number of issues. We could take abortion, the the murder of of the unborn, and uh, I mean that that ought to cause us to fast and confess that to God, saying God, we know that that's that's not pleasing in your sight, and uh, you know all the sexual immorality, all, all the things that we kind of tolerate or celebrate, right. It, there was a time of tolerate, and now it seems like there's more celebration of that, uh, and uh, and so we see that. Uh, obviously, the last few weeks we've saw injustice, we saw, uh, you know, racism, we've saw violence, we saw uh, evil and thievery and and hate, and uh, we've seen all kinds of ugly things and. Uh, Again, we we probably as God's people should be doing some fasting and praying, and uh, it, when we see those things, asking for what we need revival. Well, you you see, I mean, and I guess the for sure we for sure need revival. But I mean, what, you know, I guess the easiest we were talking about uh, in one of our Studio Three podcasts about you know have the, you know some of the team members have young kids, and having that discussion about what's going on with young kids, and it's yeah. one of those things where it's like. You, you're looking at the culmination of the feeling of oppression, frustration, feeling of injustice without 
the, the, the consultation and the trust of, of Jesus, yeah, right? This sure. is what the human part happens. You have yeah. this explosion of emotion and you have destruction and you have violence and you have racism and you have people hating people for yeah. no other reason than the way they look, which is very strange. Sure. So, you know, it's yeah. one of those things where you kind of look at this and, and, and it's not excusable yeah. and it, you know, and it doesn't make, it doesn't, you know, you don't look at it and go, oh, well, this makes sense. No, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. But so you, last night I saw, you know, another video of George Floyd getting, you know, life really pushed Choked out, out of him. Sure. And, uh, and that should make us angry. Sure. I mean, to see someone treat us, I mean, Another human being, in yeah, a way. Yeah, that, that should frustrate us. And I, I can understand that completely. Uh, but as a understanding Christian response, wanting justice, wanting to speak up for the uh, the, the weak, wanting, uh, you know, in a, in a sense, vengeance is God's. But yet we, we want to stand up for justice. Right. And then we see reactions that probably aren't, Right, uh, Christ-like, and uh, and we and we we want to call it all like it, it is. And, yeah. Uh, well, you see the human aspect of violence beginning more violence, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, lawlessness. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you have and, and violence is probably. I mean, when it was violence, the guy's got the you know life choked out of him, and it didn't matter what he did before. That's not our no, you know that's not that, those guys' responsibility to judge that right then and there on the concrete. But 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 that violence now you've got more violence. You've got more people getting hurt, and you and now the line's completely gone of, of what are we doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that that, you know, that's a, that's a kind of a, a human reaction to an issue and not having yeah. the and, console, you know, that's a human, that's a human action. Yeah. And I, and I think uh, when, as we talk to kids and as we talk to each other, I, I mean, I think we might be living under the, the discipline of God. I, I mean, I, Romans one, you know, he gave them up and gave them up to their own passions and, Right. And and uh, in a sense, you know, we've pursued so much our way uh, that you know, you know, the restraint is a, is a grace of God because we have desperately wicked hearts, right. and just this common grace of God's restraint. Uh, you know, if God just removed His restraint, I mean, there would be evil just multiplied. Oh, sure. And so, uh, I, I think in a sense, we we may be living under the discipline of God, and we we got a choice to make: do we want to turn back to God, as these people did often, right? And found forgiveness and restoration, or do we want to continue to do it our way and and reap the you know the, the I mean violence and destruction of property and tearing one another down? And I, I think we see that right now more than. I ever have in my life. It's just people tearing people down. Which is so visible. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's probably always happened, but yeah. right now it's it's forefront visible. Yeah. You I, know. I had a pastor friend at his post this morning on Facebook, which is just, it was a little bit humorous, but but he just said, what am I supposed to be mad about today? Right. And it's just like we wake up and think. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is what, funny. What, because, what is you know, it I'm going to Right. Get, What's going to offend me and make me mad today? Know, I think as believers, we we got to guard ourselves against that. And uh, we, 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 we want to love the world, not mm -hmm. the ways of the world. We, I right. mean, we want to have a gospel witness, and uh, and people need the Lord. And uh, and yet, uh, and we don't want to minimize any feelings that s certain people have. I mean, uh, I, I'm all for some some reforms in criminal justice uh, in, sure. in regards to you know certainly to stop what happened to absolutely to George Floyd. Yeah. Uh, but but also holding one. Another. I mean we want justice in in all regards, and uh, this is difficult times. And I you know for young people I mean we got to have lots of conversations about uh, just evil hearts and and uh, and why why there's so much evil and why we see so much of it and uh, just uh, difficult days really. 
to, to wrestle through those sort of things. It, it is, you know, and, and, and we'll get, we'll get to the second, the second aspect of that prayer, but I thought about this the other day and, and, you know, it's really funny in my line of work, not at church. So this is some of the things that you hear and an old fellow came in and sat down and he goes, you know, it's kind of weird. He said that they want to hold all cops responsible for something that happened in Minnesota. He goes, I don't hold a person of color responsible in Florida for something that happened to me in New York city and vice versa. Yeah, right. I mean, sure. I, you know, I, I feel the same way. And I said, man, if everybody just kind of had that attitude yeah. of let's, let's pinpoint the problem. Let's, let's deal with the problem because again, humans make mistakes and sometimes they're terrible mistakes they're, they're, or they're terrible things that they do. And, uh, you know, let's, you know, yeah, you know, I feel like as a, as a Christian, I can look at that and go, this is terrible. Yeah. And, but, but this stuff that's going, this is also terrible. And you know, this thing that happened in Atlanta, this yeah. is also terrible, you know, and it's, yeah. And we live in a fallen world right? and people need the Lord. Amen. And, uh, we, we maybe got to not get so wrapped up in the conversations as we do a, a proclamation of the gospel, because at the end of the day, that's what people need is the Lord. Yeah. Uh, to change our hearts and to help us to love one another, and uh, we we I mean we live in a day where not everybody agrees on anything, uh, <laughs> but we can be united in Christ and right. love. Man, I mean you might disagree. I mean we we don't disagree a lot. No, but I, I love do. you regardless. Right. You know, even if you have crazy maybe, ideas. Well, yeah, I do have crazy ideas, yeah. but or maybe crazy crazy wardrobe options. <laughs> we do, you know. We, we disagree on that for a time. skinny pants, and I still love him. I do. And, I and do. I wear some with those uh, pleats. Pleats. And, Goodness uh, gracious! I don't wear those hardly anymore because you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I pointed. I pointed out every time, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean you know, and that's the thing is, but you know, we'll take. I mean, for an example, and, and I guess we're probably a really good example of you know, we were both raised very similar. Um, in my twenties, I went a certain way, and yeah. you went a certain way. Probably not. And I'm, I'm certain it's not the same way. And then we get back together. We don't look the same. We probably don't love the same things. We do like hunting and fishing and, you know, but yeah. music wise and this, that, and the other. But we, we agree on Jesus Christ yeah, and absolutely. the Bible. And, yeah. and, you know, and for, and for two Christian brothers, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And, and you know. love covers right. some stuff. We don't right. have to make an issue over everything. Right. Especially in the church. Yeah. We, and, and I mean, we obviously, uh, a lot of people don't have Jesus. And so they act like, Sinners, right? And uh, we can get crazy mad at them, or we can love them and think, "Man, we need we need to share Jesus with them." <laughs> You're speaking straight for me about the <laughs> about a staff meeting this morning, but no, yeah. um, but no, I mean I agree. You know, it's 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 interesting. You know, there's, you know, we can disagree on a lot. Yeah. But yeah, you can't disagree on. I mean, you know, can't. Dis- it's right in here. Right. We got we got to agree on this. And and I think he's going to maybe you already got to this, but what we see in Nehemiah nine is just. Whatever man does, God is so much greater Amen. and can rescue us Amen. and offers grace. And He doesn't beat us down when we come back, uh, but but He will discipline us, <laughs> and uh, we should expect that. Uh, but but He loves us and is so yep. that uh, the Hesed, the loving kindness of God is just uh, it's hard to imagine. I mean, if you and I were God, we we would have put an end to some of this stuff and yep. said, "Forget it." Right. But but He's long suffering towards us. Not willing that any should perish, but I'll come to repentance. And uh, he's such a gracious God, and we see that in this chapter. And uh, and so we we didn't get through every verse, but uh, you know I encourage people to read it because it just it reminds them of God's faithfulness to His people, and and we know that He's faithful to us, and even in difficult times, He's He's still faithful to us. So so yeah, so we talked about the greatness of God, mm-hmm. 
so let's talk about the second point before we get to the grace of God, and, and that is um, he, he calls you to come back from, from yeah. where you were. Yeah. He, he tells you, uh, you, you got to repent of this and get away from this. So talk to us a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, so for Israel, he sent prophets and warned them, you know. And, you know, the Ninevites, they heard Jonah and they repented. But but most of the time, Israel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, right. all those, they, they killed the prophets. They like, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> and uh, and sometimes we, we get some taste of discipline. And, uh, you know, so... And the Spirit convicts us. Well, I mean, God has given us the Spirit that convicts us. We, we know some of our stuff is our our attitudes, our, our words, our, our, our racism. Uh, we know those things are are contrary. To, I mean, we should have some family resemblance to the one that, that we say is our Lord. Amen. And uh, the Spirit Amen. convicts us when we don't. And yet we then we have to decide, do I, do I want to walk in the Spirit and turn from that? Or do I want to walk in the flesh? And... Uh, so we we regularly make choices. I, I I was reading. I don't I don't even remember this morning. Just just the fact that God delights in our obedience more than our sacrifices, and uh, he he wants us to to obey him and to love others and to love him and to uh, to do the things that he tells us to do, and uh, we we get to choose if we want to do yeah. that. And I mean, this is not you know the thing the thing that I you know for the application of. Of turn away from uh, from your sin if we're applying it to stuff that's that's happening today. This is not a new problem. No, people no. not liking other people because of the nationality or that you know the Gentiles and the Jews and the you know of course sure. the, we modern day Muslims. This has been going on since before this book was written. Yeah, so sure. you know it's not this is not a new issue in the world that, yeah. that people dislike other people just because they don't look the same or because yeah. they don't believe the same or anything else. And we see Jesus. I mean, he, confr- I mean, Oh, just he must them. go to Samaria. Right. And First the Jews, then the Gentiles. Yeah. We're going to get them all sinners. Right. Uh, the, the self-righteous, right. the Samaritans. I mean, uh, the Gentiles, you know, he came to the Jews, but you know, the Gentile lady came and said, well, even the dogs get the crumbs. And, and absolutely we, and so God shows no partiality in, in, in Eternity, there's going to be people from every tongue, tribe, nation. I mean, and so, oh, I mean, all of us came from Adam and Eve, and right. uh, we we just forget that, I guess. That uh, so, so we got, we certainly got that issue, and yeah. just the need for repentance of our land, I, I think, is big, and uh, I think that we are reminded of that. You and, know, we talked to in Sunday school about um, this kind of conflict between people of of this race and this race or people of this belief and this belief and and the Israelites, God's chosen people. I mean, someone's headed out for them at almost every aspect of history. Right. I mean, even, even up to what, 1952 or whatever it was. And I mean, even now still some, but uh, you know, that's a, this is not new. Sure. Yeah. And and if we're going to deal with this, it's not going to take somebody that's just real smart. It's going to take us as a nation getting back to. And individually, I, I think we have to, we got to quit getting mad about everything and be gospel centered and think, man, what we got, we, we can't spend all of our times in the, in the darkness. We got to take the light. You know, in marriage counseling, you know, the husband always, he, he can give you a list of what's wrong with the wife and the wife can give you a list of what's wrong with the husband. Uh, but in the day, if I want a godly marriage, I've got to work on me. Yep. And, uh, and, and so it starts with me confessing my sins and, 
and uh, you know, God doesn't need the the Spirit doesn't need me uh, to help him <laughs> convict of sin. Uh, he needs me to respond to mine, yep. and so I, I think that's a important way to start. Is is where is the hatred? Where's the racism in my heart? Where where do I overlook injustices? Uh, it starts with us individually, and uh, so. So let's get back to the hope. God is gracious. He has grace for us. Yeah. For some strange reason, he continues to have grace for me and for everyone. And uh, it, that's unexplainable, right? Yeah. I, I mean, that's Just, a, the, Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the grace of God right. towards us is, uh, I, I mean, he, and so he highlights, you know, the fact that, you know, they were 40 years in the wilderness because they didn't have any faith in him. And uh, even in that, he kept feeding them. He, their, the clothes didn't wear out. The feet didn't swell. He just he he blessed them even when they didn't deserve it. And he does the same for us. So you think about you know you you you, you kind of punch that that feet didn't swell part in your in your message on Sunday. And I kind of thinking about it right. So I'm sitting up there and I've got the kids are over there and we're kind of you know listening and 40 years walking around. They didn't have shoes like we have shoes. They didn't have hiking boots and they didn't have you no. know. So, I don't mean, he fed them. Their clothes didn't wear out. I got jeans that wear out in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, that illustration is like, you know, he'll, he'll take care of you. And I find a lot of times that I'll, I'll refer back, and it's not just those verses. There's tons yeah. of verses about how God's, you know, leave it on me. I'll, yeah. You know, um, with the amendment for evil, you'll, you'll t- you turn to good. You know, th- those kind of things. He yeah. takes care of you. Yeah, he closes the lily of the fields. Right. He, I mean, the birds of the air. I mean, he... Yeah, he's a good God, and uh, we want people to know about him and uh, his faithfulness, even when we're unfaithful. He remains faithful to us, and uh, and as a good parent does, he chastises us when we need it. Sure. And uh, and so I, you, you know, if you don't, uh, maybe maybe you're a Christian and you're you're away from God, and you listen, he welcomes you back. And uh, again, he doesn't beat you down when you come back, and he doesn't reads you the right acts. He graciously forgives you and restores you. And so come back yep. and uh, enjoy the fellowship with the Lord. On on that, I you know, I have heard people, and a lot of this is we didn't really talk about what we're going to talk about before we got in here, which is kind of interesting, but I hear a lot of people that I talk to. And it's one of those things where when they say it to me, I kind of giggle because they're like, man, you don't know what I've done and you don't know the terrible yeah. things. And I'm like... <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but they always go, I need to get myself right before I get back in church. And, and, and immediately that sends an alarm to me. It's like, that's the exact opposite, yeah. you know, cause you're not going to yeah. do this on your own. Yeah. Y- if you try to fix this without him, yeah. you're going to mess it up worse. Trust a, me, because I can tell you sure. from experience that this is not how it works. Yeah. And that's he, a lie from the enemy. I mean, that's sure, what he tells you. Sure. So, you know, I need to work on me before I get back in church. And, 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 yeah. But that's just not the case. We want you to come back just exactly like you are. Yeah. The you prodigal know. son, he, yep. he got it in a mess, and he said, I'm going to go back to the Father, and I'll, he can treat me like a hired hand. And, and when he went back, man, him get him a robe. Oh, yeah. Put Big, a ring on killed the fatted calf. Yeah, man. And God does the same thing for us. And so don't, don't continue in your ways. Go back to the Lord and, Amen. and find his grace and forgiveness. Amen. Anything else on this sermon? I know you're gonna you're gonna pick this up this week. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up verse 38. Really, probably goes with, but to, 
the Israelites are going to kind of make a covenant with God and say, we, we've blown it in, in marriage. We've blown it in, our, in the keeping the Sabbath. We've not been given to your work. And we're going to make some changes. And, uh, and so we're going to just talk about uh, commitment. But they get serious. Right? Yeah. They're serious about their fasting. Yeah, they're 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 putting ash and dirt on their heads. Yeah, and, um, uh, we don't we don't ask you guys to do that, please. Uh, no, um, but uh, all right, let's so let's do an application on, on fasting. Yeah. Um, now we've done that as a church, and we actually did it as a Sunday school. Our Sunday school class did together, but we didn't necessarily fast food. We fasted something um, that we we thought that hey, you know, let's let's fast something and take that time yeah. that we used on this. And apply it to reading the Bible or praying or doing something like that, which was really, really cool because some of us picked social media and some of us picked Diet Coke and some of us picked chewing tobacco. And that was awful, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying who did that, but, um, you know, I think some people pick sugar, you know, things like that. Yeah. And, and fasting is, is basically letting God feed you, but that doesn't mean I'm just not going to eat. Yeah. That means I want to take that time that I spent sitting down and eating and doing, and doing something, praying, sure. studying the word, getting yeah. in the, you know, talk, talk yeah. to me about. So, I mean, our flesh wants food. And so when, when we fast, we, when we feel that hunger pain, we, we think, you know, I, I, I want to eat, but more than I want to eat, I, I want to, to enjoy the presence of God. I want to know him. I want his will in my life. And so we're saying that all the things that we, enjoy we we want god's presence and will and ways more than that and uh it's just it's it's kind of uh dying to self and and living for the for the spirit kind of discipline and uh kind of uh hopefully we we direct that attention to god and uh and in his again his presence in his word and and just uh finding his will uh and, and and it can be for us individually if you're making a decision or 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 we i think we can fast for our land and just uh say god we you know we know that we we need revival in our land and in our church and we we want to see people saved and uh and, and so I, I think there should probably be some type of objective there uh but i think he honors that when we uh we're really serious about seeking his face and uh, and that's what the people were were doing. They they heard the word and they like, oh, we've not done what God told us, and we've seen the consequences in the past for our people, uh, but God's graciously brought us back, and and now let's let's live according to His ways. So we talked, to, and this is just a general. Then we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, stuff we got going on church. We got a lot of exciting things about to go on church as we as we kind of open. But Nehemiah, one of those books that you know we talked about. I can't remember, was it? yesterday or the day before yeah. but it kind of gets overlooked right i mean not many yeah. people are real familiar with what's going on in this book even even christians who study yeah. the bible it's not like you know it's not like hey man you know what are you reading you'll hear i'm reading some psalms i'm reading matthew i'm going back through the gospels i'm hitting yeah. james you never hear somebody yeah. i'm in nehemiah deep right yeah so um yeah as people read this because we hope that they do as you're going along what uh, give me the main give me a main theme well, the main thing, I mean, obviously is dependence upon God. I mean, Nehemiah, he looks to God every step of the way. He hears about the walls. He prays, God, if you want me to do this, turn the hearts, the king of the hearts, the, the heart of the king. Yeah, <laughs> get that out somehow. Uh, and then we see every step of the way, he's leaning on God he, right. to lead the people. Lord, help me to lean the people. Give me a plan. to. And now it's, let's 
let me lead them spiritually to obey. And, and so he, he's so dependent upon God. And he prays about everything. And so we get that. And, and you know, uh, just wrestling with what you preach, you know, there's sometimes this, this thought, well, we're going to have some people and uh, they, they're not going to understand. If they show up Sunday, we're in Nehemiah chapter 9 and they're not going to understand why the, what, what he's talking about, the walls and all this stuff. And then, but then there's a recognition that it, as followers of Christ, this is a letter to us that God, I mean, this is a love letter to God for us. Right. And uh, we, we, just, we can't ignore all that and just because some people haven't read it. We, right. we got to encourage people. This, this, is, this is such a beautiful picture of God and His graciousness. Get in here and, and get to know God. And, uh, and so there's a balance because, you know, there's some people that's unchurched and you, you don't want to be over their head. Right. But in the same sense, you want the believers to be fed and, sure. and get the yeah, and view of God. And, I, you know, I think it's awesome. Like I said, I've, 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 I was familiar with some of it, but more yeah. because of my study of Daniel. Right. You, you know, yeah. Of course, he talks specifically about some of this. But, you know, I think as, as we have gone through this, I keep, I keep thinking back to Cupbearer for a king that took over. Now, he wasn't the king, but one of the kings that basically kicked, took over, kicked them out, tore yeah. this stuff down. And, and God is letting this guy yeah. lead a whole nation of people against what was a, originally this this king's will yeah. to rebuild what they, and sure. I thought I was like, man, that's I mean, awesome. Proverbs 21, one, the heart of the king is in God's hand, and right. he moves, it, where, and he moves awesome. it to, I mean, he sent Ezra back, he let the people go back, he's yeah, provided. <laughs> that's awesome. God can, I mean, pray, God can move the hearts of the uh, of anybody. Yep. And so. Uh, if he can, if he can. I mean, you know, you don't, we always talk about putting God in a box and I'll say this from the, you know, from the platform from time to time. I do it too often. I was like, you know, Hey, I, you don't, I don't want to bother you with this. I'll take care of this. You know, and then when I screw it up, can, can you please help me out with this? But it's one of those things. He can take the heart of a King and basically do exactly the opposite of what that King intended for those people. He can save that person you're praying for. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what I mean? Easy. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not hard for him. So, you know, keep praying. And King's keep, heart is like channeled water in the Lord's hand. He directs it wherever he chooses. Yep. It's awesome. All a person's ways seems right to him, but the Lord weighs the hearts. And uh, some good stuff. In it there. is. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Yep. So let's talk about uh, a lot of stuff going on at church. Things are so we're back to nine and ten thirty. We're back to our normal service times. Nine and ten thirty, yep. and uh, we're gonna cut out the reservations for now because uh, we kind of know what we're dealing with and. Uh, We've got room for the ones that are coming back for now, and so uh, we had some kids this uh, week. Yep, yep. wasn't terrible. It was we really love, good. It was we great. Love, we love to have some kids, and <laughs> they make a little bit of noise. We're, we're glad to hear yep, that. Yep. And uh, I mean, if the adults want to make some noise, we, we'll be all right with that too. And uh, we're now we're we're starting to talk and pray about uh, small groups and yep. uh, looking at July and and uh, figuring out where and and how to get those areas cleaned and social distancing and looking at some of those guidelines, and so we'll, we'll be sharing some announcements about that soon. But uh, all those things are in the works. Outdoor church party, July, I want to get the date right, 12th. July 12th. And that'll be the kickoff to what's going to be a different kind of Bible school this year, but we're going to kick it off. We're going to have a dreamy whip guy will be across the street, and we'll be playing some music and probably have, I think, some food trucks. I think they're trying to work that out. Yep. Um, and uh, Wednesday night, uh, 6.30, I'm going to interview 
Beth about Bible school, and she's going to kind of explain what Bible school is going to look like. It's different this year, but uh, but she's really excited about it, and so I'm excited because you know we're going to be able to uh, still do some things with the kids and teach some things, and and so it's going to look different, but uh, God can use it, and we're excited about that. That's it. It's it's just different, right? I mean, it's yeah. just kind of working the working the difference, and and uh, it's pretty neat. But yeah, our you know our class has been. Uh, excited to get back together. I yeah. think at least once or twice every every week, somebody goes, "Man, I really when are we going to yeah. meet? When can we meet again?" The Zoom is great, you know, but yeah. it's there's nothing like getting together with sure. the people you're doing life with, and yeah. you know, and that is a plug for our Sunday school class. If you are looking for a small group um, at nine ten ish, because we wake up kind of late. Uh, well, we I don't, but some of us do. Wake up kind of late. We go nine ten to about ten twenty on Sunday morning, and some of us come in. Yeah. Uh, to service at 1030. So if you're looking, get a hold of me or uh, uh, Greg Tanner or Krishna Tanner or Tina Delph. Yep. Let us know. We'll help yeah. you. Or the office. They'll get you in touch with me, I promise. And we've been having some guests. Yes. Yeah. It's exciting. And uh, so if you're, if you're a member and you ain't been coming back yet, you better get back before we give your seat away. Yeah. Well, there's one family that's been coming. They're in somebody's seat. So as soon as that, that should be interesting when they come back. So. But, <laughs> We got a seat kidding. for you. We're just kidding. We'll and find so this. This week's Father's Day, and if you want to come, nine or ten thirty. Yep. Uh, the nine is has been a, just a little bit less, but uh, they've been fairly even. So yeah, but we got room. And yeah, it's been. I mean, it's been a good turnout. It seems like a little bit each week. You see a couple different people, or yeah. And, and we're getting into vacation time too, so sure. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. But uh, um, and then uh, let's see, anything else? We're still doing Studio Three on Friday nights. Um, I am on vacation for a week, so we may miss a week of that uh uncle blaine's bible study is still happening um which it's really good he's in he's in chapters one two three of romans too which is probably one of my favorite parts of that well that is my favorite part of that book but um where a lot of theology in there yeah a lot of a lot of discussion points in that stuff but uh uh it's really good and i'm not saying that because we're related i mean it's just a really good bible study uh so if you're looking for that that's online if you're still a little bit nervous about coming back but um I think that goes at nine o'clock, but we put that on at nine yep. o'clock, I think. Yep. So, so Nehemiah 10 this, this week, or nine, chapter nine, verse 38, and then chapter 10, kind of the second part of this road to revival. And then a couple more sermons in Nehemiah, and, uh, and we'll have that book done. So, good deal. Um, and if you, if you are interested in asking the preacher a question or, or being a guest, a call in guest, or a physical guest, we have two extra microphones, some more headphones, so you could come in and discuss with us. That would be great. You don't have to stay the whole time, but uh, we would love to have you. Reach out to us, yep. and uh, and we'll work it out. Um, other than that, I haven't shared my uh -oh. series I'm working on coming up. It's called "We Can't We Can't Be Doing That," <laughs> and it's going to be first part is preventing the spread of cultural Christianity, and the second part is we can't be doing that healthy Christianity and healthy at home, healthy at work, healthy at church, and so. Uh, trying to play off that's pretty good man things going on but anyway that, that'll be july <laughs> surprise me with that i like it i like it so uh i'm gonna pray yep and then we're gonna get out of here lord thank you so much uh for this opportunity just to get together and talk about your word lord i you know i just love it so much to be able to get in here and just kind of break this down a little bit more um and what it means for us and and it's just amazing that you look at just something that was written so long ago and it's so applicable to what we have got going on right now, Lord, as a people and as a group of Christians. Or just, uh, again, we thank you for the, the love letter that is your word. And um, 
and the, just the ability to just put it in every aspect of our lives. And we thank you for Jesus and the sacrifice he made so that we could get together and talk about this stuff and, and just uh, ultimately live in eternity with you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.